Welcome to the Buff Show. Matt Buff, your host here in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. Great to have you on this Monday. Hope you guys had a great Easter resurrection day. Now it's time to resurrect this. We got to resurrect this country from the left. The liberal crazy people out there trying to destroy America from the schools to the school boards to the government to the local municipalities. Stop making America a socialist country. No more of that. We've got so much to cover. April is Financial Literacy Month. Our ally is going to be here from the Timothy Plan. Also, the movie Burn is out, available everywhere. You can stream Amazon, uh, all kinds of places, Voodoo. So make sure you check out the movie Burn. The filmmakers and the director are going to be here to have a lengthy conversation. Now check us out on your favorite podcasting devices. It's great to be with you on 94.9 FM, AM 950, The Answer Orlando. Also on Roku TV, the Patriot Podcasting Network, where you can find extended interviews on Rumble and Roku. Just remember that. Rumble and Roku is where you can find extended interviews from The Buff Show. Never before heard stuff that thousands and thousands of people are enjoying on the streaming platform, the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku TV. So it's great to have you guys rolling along with us. What a weekend. And yeah, no applause necessary. All right. You can cheer, Biden says. It's all right. After shaking the invisible hand, you can cheer. You can absolutely cheer for my failed, absolutely disgusting and failed policies. Yeah, go ahead and cheer. Will you send officials to Ukraine? Hey, you send you... officials to Ukraine? Well, we're making that decision now. Thank he has no idea what she asked. Boris uh, Johnson, the uh, prime minister in England, went and visited Ukraine, had a press conference there with Zelensky. Nice photo up there. So the reporter wants to know, Biden, going to do the same thing? He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. We'll make that decision. Thank you. Who would you send? What was the reason? You ready to go? And then he asked the reporter, are you ready to go to Ukraine? Given his lack of experience in these areas, energy in, in Ukraine and energy. Hey, I forgot about Chris Wallace. There he is. Chris Wallace on uh, CNN Plus, which has about five downloads, and those are relatives to Brian Seltzer. This is a joke. CNN was in the toilet with ratings, and they thought, let's have a streaming channel and throw Chris Wallace on there. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a good deal. So he goes on there just to try to get ratings and hits up Joe Biden's sister about the business dealings that were corrupt from the Biden crime family. Check it out. In China... It, you can understand where people would think, gee, they were doing business with Hunter because they wanted to have some influence on Joe. Would it have been better for him just not to get involved in those deals? Uh, hindsight is everything. Look, from 2000, what, election was 2020, maybe 2018, these same, same charge, same accusations, same innuendos, um, Nothing has come of it. Well, I've never believed Nothing that. Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, I believe well, we know capacity. quite better than that. So you're right. That- no, but you know, let me. Hold on. Joe Biden, first of all, when the sister said there's no evidence of anything, the court's still looking at it. Durham's still looking at it. There's plenty of evidence there. We just got to fish through it and get to the bottom of it. Don't like it that it's taken three years, but we got to get to the darn bottom of it. That is for sure. Now, if you're a woman in the room with Joe Biden and this She's adult, by the way, just a just a complete dummy. She she puts up with it because the left, they won't eat their own. But he snaps at her for interrupting and then makes a claim of his new pretend position. Pretty amazing. Talk for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the I'm a professor. You are the president. That's <laughs> no, all no, that we need. No, I'm Professor Biden. <laughs> I think he got those jobs on his own. You're the, per- you're the per- president and that's all we need. Uh, no, no, no. I'm the professor. I want to be I want to be the professor today. Why can't I pretend just like all the trannies? Why can't I just pretend? Let's go back to Chris Wallace. In Ukraine and China, and it had nothing to do with who his dad was. I think Hunter, I know that Hunter is a very bright young man. I know that he's a Yale Law School graduate. He was on several of the, the, the world. Wait, I might get this wrong. Yeah, you might. The, world, the board for world hunger or something close like that. Uh, and that he's been in, and he ran business, was involved in many businesses. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Hunter is a Biden. You can't, yes, he, is. he can't run. That's his name. 
And he is uh, he's a smart and capable and honorable and good young man. Yeah, yeah, Hunter Biden. When I look at uh, the Biden uh, laptop and look at the books about him and see all the videos, the crazy videos about him, honorable is the first thing that comes to mind with a pack, uh, crack smoking, uh, pedophile watching, stripper knocking up in Arkansas and fella. Yeah, I don't see a... I don't see an honorable and nice young man. I mean, I get it. They're protecting their own. They're all part of the same family. And it's just hideous how these people talk and just ignore reality. But they find a way to blame it on Trump if they can. They find a a way to blame conservatives for everything. They find a way, if you're Beto O'Rourke, by the way, he uh, uh, the governor, Greg Abbott, wants to stop illegals from coming in uh, by... You know, just doing a quick search of a truck and by and 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 uh, Beto O'Rourke's like, that's just going to mess up our supply chain. Yeah, that's just messing up our supply chain. Unbelievable. And these people are delusional in the Biden family. But you know who's not delusional? Seems like the American people are new CNBC survey out this morning. Uh, conducted by the same two polling firms that do the NBC News poll, have President Biden's job approval rating at a lackluster 38%. It's down three points since their December survey. 15 points underwater. That's down two points from our survey. Again, same two polling firms, DNR polling firms that we use, uh, do this work for CNBC as well. When you look deeper into this poll, it sure looks like inflation and the overall economic attitudes are just driving those numbers. 48% say that the cost of living is the most important issue facing America right now. It's by far the top issue. And more than it- Look at this if you're watching on Rumble and Roku. COVID-19 is down to 14%. Now, the Bidens and the regime in Washington are trying like heck to keep COVID-19 alive. They want to keep it alive. It's unreal how much they really need covid the China flu to be a problem. They really need it to be a problem for you Americans so you can rely on us, the government, but only 14%, according to this CNBC poll, care about it. Cost of living, war in Ukraine, jobs and employment, crime. Why climate change even on there? It's not. It's a hoax. Federal deficit. There's people that are living their lives by the federal deficit. That's uh, funny. And then COVID-19 and dead last. But Biden... Uh, doesn't care about any of these things, apparently, because ethanol, which is not great for the environment, burns like crazy in your gas tank. Let's ship that out. Oh, and we're going to release uh, more federal lands for drilling. Good. What's taking you so long? Is it because of your poll numbers that are just in the toilet? Any other age group. You've been hearing about these problems with Biden, with young voters. Voters under 35, this important part of the Biden coalition, say this is the most important issue, and it's ahead of everybody. And and these folks think the economy is in worse shape than any other age group, folks under 35. Overall, President Biden's approval on the economy sits uh, at just 35%. You can see the job approval and the economic numbers are essentially starting to be uh, in line. Notably, despite Biden's efforts to tout strong job growth and GDP, a majority, 56%, believe there will be an economic recession during the next 12 months. Bottom line, Americans see rising costs as the single sign of pending economic doom. Even the White House with some serious political challenges on this issue. We cut down. Now that is Chuck Todd, who the liberals are really mad at right now. They're they're really angry at him because they're selling out. He's selling out Joe Biden. It's not all his fault. It's Putin's price hike. It's Putin's price hike, we liberals say. It's Putin's price hike. So why are you giving us such a hard time, haircut? Why are you giving us such a t- hard time, Chuck? Chuck Todd, you know what would be a great idea? Just cutting all the forest down. That's what we need to do. Just start over and cut the forest down. That would be a great thing for us. All our forests, we're doing fine. Guess what? We're part of the reason for the global warming. I've been on a lot of university campuses. Matter of fact, for four years, I was a full professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Fake news. He never taught a class. He was not a... (laughs) And he said, well, we cut down all the forests. That's why we have global warming. We cut them all down. Did we? Did we cut all the forests down? Now, I know we? that we're still facing challenges of high prices, inflation. I grew up in a family where when the price of gasoline went up at the pump, it was a conversation at the kitchen table with my dad. And you can only fix inflation one way. That's to tighten down. 
Yeah, we'll get into the inflation thing. But, man, before Joe Biden jumped into another story about his dad, we had to cut that one off. Home Depot co-founder Ken LeJone says Biden is worse than Jimmy Carter. I think any historian would agree with that. And who gets hurt? Again, these poor people that are struggling for paycheck. The, the same people he says he wants to help, he's hurting. Do you think he's become Jimmy Carter? I think he's worse. Oh, I think he's rushing Jimmy Carter. For the first time, Amazon will now. (laughs) Yeah, now, if you enjoy shopping on Amazon, we got a problem for you. Here comes a 5% surcharge due to inflation and gas prices. When they talk about trickle-down, trickle-down really happens when the government makes bad decisions, stupid decisions, and it trickles down to higher prices for you, me, and everybody else who's getting ready to buy birthday presents on Amazon. Oh, no. Trickle-down is causing high prices. Charge sellers a 5% fuel and inflation surcharge. The new fees have to start April 28th. Costs for everything, including uh, fuel. You know, they're passing along these costs to the firms they do business with. And eventually, those firms pass them along to you and I, the consumers. Right now, you know, we have consumer prices rising at the fastest pace in 40 years. Supply is weak, demand is strong, and, you know, prices have nowhere to go but up. Amazon says this is the first time that they've done this in the company's 27-year history. They had hoped not to. They expected that inflation would sort of get back towards normal this year, but obviously that has not been the case. You know, that is CNN, by the way. (laughs) They're just done with the Biden regime, but we're not going to forgive them for the Russia hoax. We're not going to forgive them for for the election. We're not going to forgive them for everything they did to cover for this joke. This is your guy, MSNBC. This is your guy, CNN. This is your guy, CBS and NBC. We are not claiming this. We told you this would happen. We'll be right back on the Buff Show. Great guests to come. Stay with us. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hours every day of the week and all day Sunday. $1 off drafts and house wines. $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events. Mondays, it's trivia night. Tomorrow, $7.99 burger and fries. Liam Fitzpatrick's does catering and has a private room for your meetings, luncheons, and parties. Mention The Buff Show and get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com Welcome back to the Map Up Show. Great to have you rolling along with us on AM 950 94.9 FM. The answer Orlando. And it's great to see you on Roku TV, also on your favorite podcast platform, too. Let's jump over to the founder and CEO of Red Balloon, Andrew Crappacciutis. Welcome to the Buff Show. Great to have you. Thanks so much for having me, and happy post-Easter to you. Um, Exciting to be in this week. Let's go. Yeah, post-Easter, and as we were talking before the show, a lot of the recording devices weren't working and stuff, so I'm glad we got it all sorted out, and the little Easter hangover, I guess, on the platform <laughs> I think today. so, I think so. <laughs> well, you know what else has a hangover is the job markets, for crying out loud. I mean, everybody coming out of these uh, lockdowns, we, we can talk about the constitutionality of those another time, but they're going back to work to a very overbearing HR. A lot of crazy stuff happening in the workplace. And in 2021, about seven months ago, you started Red Balloon as a solution to the ever-growing problem of government overreach and cancel culture invading the American workplace. You're needed more than ever before, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Well, starting Red Balloon has really been a fun little adventure for me. So a uh, little background on me. I was a tech executive and nine months ago, uh, my board decided I was a little too conservative, a little too Christian for their liking. Uh, so I found myself delightfully unemployed. And I've run a lot of businesses over the years and thought, you know, I should use the resources that I have to bless other people if I can. So I started redballoon.work. Um, And it's called Red Balloon because if you've ever been on a hot air balloon, it's a little bit terrifying and a lot bit fun, kind of like looking for a new job. And Red, well, everyone's moving to red parts of uh, the country, whether it's red states or red regions of blue states. And so people are moving for freedom. They're looking for new opportunities. So redballoon.work seemed like the right opportunity to try and help people who just want freedom. They don't want wokeness in the workplace. They don't want political activism in the workplace. They just want to bring value to their employers, bring value to their customers. So that's it. 
that big red wave you're talking about as far as people moving We've had here in Florida record number of people come down from New York. And it's funny, Mayor Eric Adams in New York is like, you should come back to New York. And people are like, yeah, no thanks. There's not a mass migration north. They're coming to Texas, Florida, and other free states to do just what you said. And that creates more jobs and more opportunities in some in some areas. It really does. And what's going to be really interesting is we're going to see this power shift, I think, in America, right? Because as the mayor of New York's begging people to come back, well, why is he doing that? Well, because you stop paying high rents if you don't have anybody there. And if you stop paying high rents, you stop paying high property tax. And all of a sudden, this, uh, the city of New York has fewer people, fewer taxes, and fewer pa- and less power. And so I think that what's going to happen is all these conservatives are moving to places where they can be free and red balloons just helping facilitate that we have um, been super encouraged by the response in america over this little job site that we created we've had in the seven months that we started it over 1800 employers who have said you know what i'm going to stand for the freedom of my employees Um, i believe the constitution still matters and applies to everybody and i want to focus on bringing great value to my customers and not political activism to my stakeholder uh, uh, stakeholders on Twitter and the and the woke mob, and so it's been a great response that we've seen. We've seen over seven hundred thousand job seekers say, "You know what? I'd like freedom too." And people at a very high level, vice presidents at places like Microsoft and Deloitte, um, at Amazon, who are saying, "You know what? I'm tired of the DEI training and the CRT training and all the things that come along with just being in the workplace today, and I'd like to focus on just you know work." Yeah, it's great. I, I want everybody to check it out. Redballoon.work. All right. That's the website. Redballoon.work. And now you just said it exactly. People just want to go to work, right? They don't want to answer to the woke mob and have to change their personal beliefs for anything. They just want to get the job done. And the cool thing about the site is you can search for keywords and locations and salary, commission, location-based, all kinds of things, remote, full-time, part-time. Regular job site is just knowing that you're uh, not going to be able to be, you're not going to be transformed into some uh, woke robot if you go there. (laughs) That's the cool thing about it. You're going to go to a real job and get some real work done. Yeah, and it's super satisfying. Um, So I've run a lot of businesses and I've never been in a business where I get unsolicited thank you notes from people every single day because, you know what, people need freedom and we're Americans. We love freedom. That's how we're built, right? And so uh, if you're looking for great employees um, and we're in a historically tight labor market, if you're looking for great employees, go to redballoon.work and post some jobs. It's a nominal fee. Um, It's free for workers, nominal fee for the businesses. And you're going to have an opportunity to not only get the best kind of workers, you know, the kind of workers who just show up and work, but also you're going to be an encouragement to Americans. Because when you're at some of these large corporations, if you actually speak your mind and live your values, it might cost you your job. And it's hard to be brave in those moments because you got to pay your mortgage. You got to put your kids through school, right? But if they know, if those people, these conservatives at these big businesses know that there's employers out there that care about their freedom and will uh, have their back and hire them um, if they speak their mind at work, it's a huge encouragement to lots and lots of people. There's also a fun little thing we did on redballoon.work called the pronoun landmine. Uh, This is a video game and you don't generally have video games on job boards. But here's the backstory on that one. One of my employees here at Red Balloon used to be at GE Health, um, and he was tired of all the wokeness. And he told his kids, look, kids, I've got a great job. I'm earning great money. But any day now, I'm going to step on a pronoun landmine and not say the right pronoun for some person who's just made one up, and it's going to cost me my job. And so his 14-year-old son, as a thank you to Red Balloon for hiring his dad, um, wrote the video game for us. And it's a fun little video game and pokes fun at some of the craziness we're seeing in the workforce today. It is insane. I remember being a kid going through school and pronouns were just part of the tr- learning as far as regular grammar, a- <laughs> right. adjectives and pronouns and conjunctions and all that stuff had no meaning, nothing different. It was just part of sentence structuring. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and the problem yeah, is pronouns have been weaponized today. Yes, weaponized, and it's a religion, and it's a, everybody's playing. It's playtime for everyone. It's playtime. we got to pretend to be a different gender, but when you start cutting stuff off and having workers wanting to pay for that and stuff, there's a lot of workplaces that want nothing to do with that. 
We're not paying right. for that. We're not paying for that time off for that stuff. And so how do you differentiate with that with workers or with employers? Employers don't want to have to pay that stuff. They don't right. want to have to pay that stuff. And when you have a worker, I mean, in, if you're an employer out there, you all know you've hired that person who doesn't want to focus on bringing value to the company. They want to focus on pushing their worldview or their political activism down the throat of everybody in the workplace. Um, the other thing you're going to find on what redballoon.work is a blog. Um, and we, I just recently interviewed a doctor who had to leave his job because he wouldn't do the trans surgeries because he uh, had strong religious beliefs that they were wrong for the person to take off perfectly good organs um, and, and disrupt uh, the, the way that they should be living, right? And so I'd encourage you to go read that or uh, watch that video because he ends up losing his job over the whole thing. It's really painful but I ended up starting his own medical practice that's doing really, really well right now. And again, this is the encouragement to everyone. Go out and do something. I know it's painful sometimes to change, to leave your employer, to leave your cush job. But the reality is if you can go out and start something new, if you can go find a job with a conservative employer that cares about your views, you're going to find that it is deeply satisfying for the rest of your life and it's worth it. Yeah, I want everybody to check this out. The blog has so much more than Andrew's even able to tell because of time on the show. But like that, that uh, was with Dr. Story, that interview you did. And it was just remarkable. I mean, somebody who went to school for so long, did so much training, and then they want to reassign him to sex, to gender reassignment surgeries. Unreal. And then he created storyfamilymed.com. But you also have things on there like job interviews, what not to ask. Uh, pro-freedom leader and private security. There's very specific things, too, when it comes to the job industry that you've tackled on here, too. That's right. We've got Laura, the labor lawyer, um, and she's been a 20-year labor lawyer, was actually in California for a long time, and she moved up here to Idaho with me to find freedom. Um, and so she writes an article every single week just talking about if you're in a bad work environment, what can you legally do? Or if you're an employer who has an employee who's really just a pain in the neck, how can you deal with them legally um, without getting yourself into a lawsuit? So Laura, the labor lawyer's on there. Kelsey, the HR lady, um, who's been a long-term HR person talking about what are the best ways to do job postings and interviews. Um, we want to be a great resource for people who say, you know what, I'm tired of uh, all the erosion of freedom in America today, particularly in the workforce. And I want to focus on how do I get back to the America that we all wanted and grew up in where freedom was kind of the standard thing. And so, you know, in one in one sense, I wish Red Balloon wasn't doing so well because it would mean that, you know, freedom is just normal. It's all over the country. But the reality is today we need people who are willing to stand up, um, who are willing to make a change and are, are going to stand for freedom in America. I think it'll produce a better America for all of us. That I was thinking the same thing when you were talking about the different people on the blog here. Um, the fact that we have to amass a little small army of freedom seekers in the job force in America, I know. it just tells you the amount of tyrannies out there. I bet you've heard some just absolutely horror stories from the thousands and thousands of job seekers that have visited the site. Oh, I mean, I, I, some of the stories I'm not even going to tell because they're, a they're so over the top, you wouldn't even believe them. But one lady had just gone through that she was telling me she had just sat through two hours of CRT training. So this training was basically saying, you're evil because you're white and there's nothing that you can do about it. And then at the end of this two hour meeting, which is, by the way, very demoralizing, right? Who has a really productive work day after being told you're evil no matter what you've done just because of your skin color, right? <laughs> then her manager stands up and says, you know, I wish all those unvaccinated people would go to an island and die together. And she's like, you know what? This is enough. So she raises her hand and she says, you know, guess what? I'm never going to get that vaccine. And there's like dead silence in the room, right? Everyone's like, yeah. oh, what's going to happen? But then two other people raise their hand and say, yeah. Neither am I, and I don't want you to talk to us like that. But the lesson here is that if you're brave, if you're brave, which and it took bravery for that gal to do that in that meeting, yeah. you're going to give courage to other people, right? And so when you actually do something, when you actually say something, look, conservatives are the largest ideological group in America, but we're the least likely to say anything. And so if, if conservatives will stand up, speak their mind, live their values, you're going to give courage to other people because they're going to realize, hey, I'm not the only one that thinks like this. Because mainstream media wants us all to think that we're the only ones that think the way we do. And it's not true. And so if uh, conservatives are willing to do something, to stand up, start a business, start a new job, 
uh, speak your mind at work. Uh, I think you're going to provide courage for a lot of other people. And we've seen lots and lots of stories of that. Um, some of the other stories are just overwhelming of people being told, you know, well, hold you on, can't... hold that thought, hold that thought, because I want to maybe get into some of that here. Yeah. For our radio listeners, this is the time we have to go to break. If you want to hear the rest of this interview, you got to catch us on Rumble or Roku TV. We'll be back on the Buff Show for our radio listeners. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. What do you do besides drive? That's between you and your husband. I'm not saying a word. Because you know this can get us killed. I gotta be out of my mind. Just shut up. Maximilian. Got something that's gonna test your metal. It's about your brother. He did it this time. Can you have me a match? Christ. Mr. P wants him put down, period. You got a couple of days. He's my brother. I want to show you something. That's your brother. And my wife. You want me to kill my own brother? That's not going to be a problem, is it, Maximilian? Where's he at? Good answer. Relax, I'm here to help. How'd you know I was here? We got to get you out of town. As soon as the sun drops, we're out of here. I'm as good as dead, aren't I? Yeah, he'll be coming. Who else is coming for me? Come here. Really happen like that? I think that I love you. I shouldn't trust anyone right now, you know. I won't tell if you don't. What do you plan on doing with that gun? Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> you know I could kill you for being so stupid. Who knows? He's always known. You killed me. They'll just send somebody else and they'll keep coming till you're dead. There you have it. Burn the movie. Coming soon to a theater near you. Matt Buff back in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio with you. Great to have you. You, a lot of listeners might have said, you know what, we've seen that trailer before when Patrick was on the show before, but we're going to dive deeper into the story. But let's welcome back Patrick Lazara. He's the actor, director, and writer of Burn. I get goosebumps every time uh, that that girl fires up, you know, and says, yeah. So cool. Such a good movie. Last time you were on the show, we really broke down how you got to this place with this movie, the process it took to get there. It's great to have you back. And we want to bring on some special guests. But Patrick, how's everything going with the release and everything? Yeah, it's been out there for a few weeks now. And we're pretty stoked that it's seeing the light of day. And it's on a ton of platforms, you know. It is a ton of platforms. Yeah, so Amazon, Voodoo, Redbox, iTunes, Google Play, it's out there. And it looks good on my 4K TV with Amazon. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Now, we want to go deeper in inside the filmmaking here. You got a couple of guests that are joining you on the show, Carlos and Ariel Jimenez. Great to have you guys on the show. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you're a filmmaking duo, and there's some veterans history we got to talk about. Yeah. But, um, how did you get hooked up with Patrick? Uh, we were working on a I, – I, I was working on a, a film out in uh, Anza, California, a zombie film. And uh, it was kind of like, you know, one of those uh, low-budget movies, and it was just kind of, you know, a lot of work to do and not many not many people to help you out doing it. But uh, when we did shoot, um, you know, Patrick and I had a, you know, an instant connection in terms of, like, you know, we both took our craft real serious. So We all kind of connected yeah, really well. well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, I brought Ariel later on because the movie was kind of lacking a little bit of producing skills. Uh, we were kind of, you know, in the middle of nowhere and didn't have any, like, you know, proper production support, you know, uh, coordinating, um, getting, you know, getting food out, getting equipment out, getting personnel out. And, you know, Ariel came down and kind of helped us out with that. So we hooked up on on the hideout. And, uh, you know, uh, when we were working together, Patrick and I, again, we had like a nice good chemistry. For sure. Um, and then he just kind of like, was, hey, listen, I'm writing this movie um, and I want you to, I want you to shoot it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm sure we'll take a look at it, and then we'll go from there. And uh, um, yeah, that's, that's how we met. And we read it, and we loved it. Yeah. And we're like, all right, let's maybe start something with this dude. <laughs> and that's what we did. Way back when. Way yeah, back we, when. Back yeah, this this was a while back, Patrick, and yeah. like, it's a pretty cool scenario. How you hear how this went into place? Because when we talked about the origin story of this project. We didn't even know if it was going to launch at all. Right. It was right. just a shoot as we go kind of thing. Yeah, we, we had a, we, we initially did, when we, when we read the script, um, we initially did a, a crowdfunding campaign to kind of get us started, mm-hmm. get those initial starting funds. Um, and long story short, we just ended up in a small studio over in Orange County. Um, and shot the first two and a half weeks of the film, uh, and most of it was placed in the motel room, which we built. Uh, and our production designer Kevin Williams did an amazing job doing that. Um, and then we ended up doing uh, uh, Laurel's bedroom where the murder happens, and all the kind of like all the uh, flashbacks are happening between Eric and her, um, and uh, and then also mm-hmm. discovering her body there. And then lastly, we did a uh, the mob boss's office where the deal happens between Eric and the crime lord. You know, and which it. was about 50% of the movie was yeah. done at that studio. Yeah. When we finished, we were out of fun. Yeah. Oh, really? We were out, out of finish. <laughs> no, we didn't know any better. We were like, oh, man, we got X amount of money. And we're like, this should be enough for the film. And we realized when the film was done, uh, when we shot those two and a half weeks, we were just like, oh, we need to make more, we need to get more money. So we yeah. kind of, you know, we kind of came up with our plan. You know, we're like, okay, we're going to shoot on weekends. Sure. and. Because the movie away at it, grab yeah. those locations that you need, those actors, get them for a weekend, bang it out, do what you can, you know. Yeah, yeah sort of like a leg by leg process, you know. Yeah. It was basically what location was available or doable at the time and what equipment we had access to. But it was so wonderful because I think, like, independent film, that's the reality of how independent film works. And it's like, you know, you talk to people that are actually doing independent film and it's like, you know, you're not having the studio process. You're not having the money, the funds from a studio. You're self-funding and trying to create this piece of magic. And we did it. That's pretty amazing, too, because I think about some of the big budget films that were a complete waste of my time. I'll never get my two hours back on the Eternals. I never will. What was that, 250 million? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's amazing how, how you can have all the money in the world and still tell a bad story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it all comes down to the script, right? Well, that, I mean, do you think halfway through shooting sometimes where people are like, we really made a bad decision here? With yeah. I mean, like halfway through Eternals, do you think Marvel's like, what have we done? Well, yeah, obviously they're looking at footage, but I think, you know, when you're shooting something, you don't always have that, oh, this is what it's going to end up being. You probably sure. watch the footage and going, that was a great take. This is good. This is all coming together. And you think that you're making something pretty decent. I think that's what. <laughs> yeah. Well, that does lead us into the cutting room floor when it comes to production. Um, it looks, it sometimes can look like a completely different project when you're done with production. Is that right? Yeah. 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 You know, it's like uh, 
Yeah, but you know, like you know, I had the original script, and what I did was after we finished the movie and we we shot it and and cut it and watched it, what I did was go back and I reread my original screenplay to see like what was the difference, and I was like, you know what, that's basically what I wrote. You know, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. not always the case. You hear all the time, this idea I had in my head didn't really come out in the shooting process. And stuff changes all the time, you know. Original ideas, like one actor I wrote the Seth role for, the villain in the movie, was a totally different actor. And I pictured him playing it totally yeah. different. And then when we hired John Fava, he brings a different energy, a different presence to that performance so that's you know stuff that changes you know yeah absolutely was that the guy that i was going to play his younger brother in part no three? no that, that guy, <laughs> my, uh, guy in the house the hitman in the house that i have to go kill that, that would be <laughs> that's right for revenge that's right and i come um, yeah that's where I bust my because I was asking him, Carlos Nero. I was saying, you know, do you need to have a spot for the uh, middle-aged bald guy? And, and it was perfect for the, the for brother sure. of the guy that needs revenge. So, sure. I've been working on my chops, my chops. <laughs> I'll send you some scenes. Yeah, please do. We'll yeah. take a look and I'll send you some video. But what one thing that you guys got involved with too is uh veterans organizations. A lot of people don't understand that in the world of art, there is uh, in, in filmmaking, there are veterans organizations that have you know pretty good clout in there. And you guys are involved with veterans and media entertainment. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, um, so like when we first got out here, uh we you know, I, you know, we were kind of looking for connections for other people who because the whole thing about this business is networking. You got to meet people. You got to talk to people. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I was filling out stuff on Craigslist and Mandy, blah, blah, blah. And then I just started kind of looking up, uh, uh, you know, a, a filmmaking in Los Angeles for veterans. And this thing popped up. It was like veterans in film and TV. It was BFT at the time. And it was head by, it was headlined by uh, Jennifer Marshall, who's a, another actor that she's, you know, done lots of stuff. And uh, we got in there and, and we networked with a bunch of other, you know, military veterans, Army, Air Force, Navy, you name it. And, they, you know, and uh, we all, you know, they kind of put all these little like uh, uh, workshops together in terms of like filmmaking, screenwriting, directing, you know, cinematography, whatever it was. And we kind of connected with some people there. Some people, you know, a lot of these veterans, most of them are leaders and they have their own projects going on. So we all kind of like. Hey, listen, I'm doing this. Can you help me out in this? Can you, I'm doing that. Can you help me out in that? So we kind of started off with that whole thing. Um, and we met a lot of good people on it. And some of them actually came out to burn and helped us out um, mm -hmm. for free. I mean, yeah, they'd be like, hey, listen, I don't know much yeah. about this. I want to learn it. And the thing about military people, nine times out of 10, they're self-starters. You don't yeah. have to watch them. You know, they're independent and you can just go, hey, listen, I need. I need to move this section of equipment from here to this point of the building to that point. And they go, okay, sure. And they learn the equipment as they're going along, you know. Wow. So, so they get that education back as they help out a fellow veteran, you know. So, um, yeah, so it was really helpful. And then over the years, they, you know, they, they got bigger, you know, their networks got bigger. Uh, and now they have more than one chapter. They're all yeah. over the country now. They used yeah. to be just in L.A. Yeah. And, cities like Chicago and New York. But yeah. now they're all in these little small towns. So if any, if any veterans are listening out there. You know, look up veterans and media entertainment and, you know, they have all kinds of information on, on what disciplines you, you know, you're looking for. So yeah, that's a huge resource. That's great. We're going to post that link for everybody because they're just doing some animation deal with Netflix now. And so it's pretty cool stuff how far yeah, it's really, really they, they, cool. They've got people who work in the major studios, trust me. Yeah, yeah, that's great. For our radio listeners, this is the time we have to take a break for you guys. If you want to catch the rest of this interview, catch us on Rumble and Roku TV. Otherwise, we'll be right back. Veritas Tactical. Tactical. A family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Six Hour, Smith & Wesson and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses and force on force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full time gunsmith on site, Sarah Coding Services, Laser 
engraving, and more. Mention the Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000, 407-309-3000, and at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. Welcome back to the Buff Show. Great to have you rolling along with us on this Monster Monday here in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. This is Financial Literacy Month, okay? Right here in April. It's a big, big deal, but uh, most people are focused on social issues instead of, you know, their own pocketbooks and stuff. And with gas prices and everything else, we got to have the right investments. Let's head over to Timothy Plan and talk to Art Alley. Welcome back to the show, Art. Great to have you. Hey, Matt. Pleasure to be back on with you. Oh, it's always a good time talking to you. We learned so much. Tell everybody just a quick recap of Timothy Plan. I know we had you on before, and everybody can check out that link on thebuffshow.com. But the Timothy Plan is a unique and smart investment strategy. Well, we really are. I mean, we're, we're uh, a family of mutual funds, just like all the rest, Matt. Uh, and there are thousands of mutual fund families out there. But what makes us different is we do biblical screening for our managers to tell them what they cannot invest in. And there are companies, publicly traded companies, uh, that are really uh, uh, pursuing an unholy agenda, trying to destroy us. And why people would invest in companies like that makes no sense. But when you think about it, they just don't know. So that's what we bring to the table, Matt. Yes, absolutely. And we screen, and you screen companies for abortion, Life, stewardship, purity, longevity, like tobacco, family, sobriety, marriage, liberty. Those are the highlights you look for in a reasonable and responsible company. Yeah, bottom line, we're pro-life, pro-family, and some of the things you mentioned, I mean, they're addictive things, and they end up uh, destroying families. Uh, But abortion certainly does. Pornography is a scourge on our culture. Uh, it just goes on and on with these corporations are becoming what's now known as woke. And if you hear the term woke, folks, uh, all that means is a very ultra liberal agenda trying to take over all of our freedom. Yes, no, they are. We have a Disney problem here in Florida, for example. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're, we're headquartered right here in, in uh, Orlando. Disney's in our backyard. We uh, just passed 28 years of being uh, in business. That's great. And we have screened out Disney every one of them 28 years. So this is not new, but they just keep getting worse and worse and worse. I think Walt Disney would roll over in his grave. I mean, I completely agree. It's it's crazy what they're doing. Yes, it is crazy. And we are fighting that on this show. And I know you're fighting for people to know where their money's going. Why do you think people don't know where their investments are going? Well, you know, when you talk about anybody, uh, the average person out there, uh, and bring up the term investment, their eyes kind of glaze over. Uh, It's not an arena they're familiar with. Uh, most people with any substantial amount to invest, they rely on a financial advisor, uh, and whatever that financial advisor, uh, recommends to them, they just kind of follow that and don't pay attention to where is this money really invested? And if they start asking those questions and start being biblically obedient, uh, to align their faith with how they, uh, invest the money God has entrusted to them. America could change overnight because, Matt, as you well know, it's always about the money. It always is. That is for sure. What if somebody says to you, Art, I, I know my company, the, these companies out there might support some things I disagree with, but I'm not doing that. So what's the harm? Well, you know what? If you're investing in the company, you are a shareholder of the company and you are culpable for whatever that company does. And you oh, know, yeah. you rationalize it any way you want. But if that doesn't bother you, go for it. I mean, the majority of people do. But if you do have some convictions, if you do have a moral foundation, why would you be betting against yourself if you don't have to? You were recently recently on the Huckabee Show where you said quit investing in companies and corporations that want to destroy us. We're not talking about just moral value, 
but this is this is a good point. These companies want to destroy the fabric of our nation and what we stand for in our original beliefs in America. And you you said that you make sure none of the companies are any are in any of your twelve mutual funds and ex, and six exchange exchange traded funds. Um, you talk about the divided America. You really put these guys through the screen screening process and provide responsible investing and somebody can know that they're going to the right place. But the division you talked about and the destroying our, our culture is absolutely the truth. Well, uh, unfortunately it really is. Uh, and that's why we do what we do. You know, we don't want to screen out anybody, but if they're operating in what I lack of a better term call pursuing an unholy agenda. Uh, we just won't allow our money management firms. You know, we do have 12 funds are all managed by top tier money managers. And uh, we just simply tell them not what to invest in, but what they cannot invest in for our funds. Now, these managers manage hundreds of billions of dollars and they can invest in them for their other clients, just not for Timothy. And what they have found over these past 28 years, Matt, is it has not negatively impacted performance. They can replace a company we will not own for whatever they're doing with an alternative company and stay diversified and stay well managed. And, uh, you know, it has worked very well for us. But even if it hasn't, we'd still do it anyway. Yes, because it's the right thing to do. The right thing to do. People ask how you evaluate. You have this evaluator tool that you use. Well, you know, people really don't understand where their money's invested, and we don't expect them to. They're not in the industry. Uh, they're out pursuing their life goals. Uh, so we have a tool we make available, especially to financial advisors, called Evaluator. And what Evaluator does is takes our screening research and applies that to the uh, portfolios of every mutual fund out there. And Matt actually calculates how much money each one of these funds have invested in companies that fail the abortion or the pornography or any of our other screens. And so people can really find out and we name the companies so they can end up really knowing if they want to, what they own. Uh, so it's a really great tool. Um, and it's, it's been uh, just a home run for us, providing that information for the uh, investing public. Now, you also, a good start for people, too, would be to check out your book from 2019, Invested with Purpose, The Birth of Biblically Responsible Investment Mo Movement. This outline, well, yeah, talk about that for a little bit. You yeah, um, you know, I didn't want to do that, Matt. I mean, you know, I... I don't like to write. I don't like to do this. And, and people have hounded me for five years. Uh, you've got to capture the Timothy plan story. And so finally I says, all right, you're right. I mean, God's hand has been in this from day one. And we had to be able to document that to encourage people that, you know, if you're faithful to him, he, he's going to be faithful to you. Uh, so that's what the book's all about. It is a story of Timothy, kind of my story of where I came from. And, you know, some unlikely kid from the west side of Cleveland uh, with no abilities whatsoever, other than I know who I trust and my anchor holds and it's Christ. He is the chairman of our board. We made it clear in the book. Uh, but we have another publication, <clears throat> excuse me, that is on our website. And you mentioned this is, I didn't even know until you called me, Financial Literacy Month. What yeah. a great thing to do. Uh, however, you don't have all the tools to find out what the heck does that mean? So if people will go to timothyplan.com, right on our homepage, you can scroll down a little bit. You will have access at no cost to you to a nine hour biblical stewardship study course which simply documents everything God says in his word about handling money from cradle to grave. And the problem people have, uh, unfortunately today, 
is where we get all of our training on handling money, which is the most central thing in everybody's life. We get it from the world's perspective, not from the church and not from God's word. So this course is just a, a resource. It's fun to go through. You, you stop and start. It's nine hours long. And you wouldn't sit and do it one, one time. But it will give you the foundational answers for the way you ought to be handling money. And uh, it has, uh, I mean, been a home run for us. And we just give it as our gift uh, to the body of Christ. That's amazing. I mean, most places would charge a lot of money for something like that. That's pretty uh, amazing. We could, but, you know, why? Uh, we'd rather, you know, anybody, Matt, as you know, can make money. Precious few can make a difference. We're trying to make a difference. Uh, Man, so that's, that's why we just give it away. Yeah, no, that's great. Timothy, TimothyPlan.com. There's a lot of other great resources on there. Quickly, what do, uh, what's the process? Somebody calls up and talks to somebody live? Well, you know, we are, <laughs> excuse me, are unusual. You know, it, I cringe when I have to call, you know, a bank or a credit card company or anybody else because you get a computer and then that computer will give you another computer. And yeah, I mean, it's frustrating as all get up. When you call Timothy, 1-800-TIM-PLAN, you will talk to a human being. They will answer the phone. They will connect you with another human being who will be able to really answer all of your questions and give you education on how all of this works. And the bottom line in all of this, I mean, we got 30 dedicated people here at the headquarters. Uh, they understand the business we're in. Uh, we do mutual funds. We do invest. So that's what we do. But the real business we're in, Matt, is a service business. We are here to serve. And uh, it, it, we make it a very pleasant. I can't tell you how many compliments I get from our shareholders and people who call in just saying, thank you. You know, you made it so easy. That's our mission. That's so great. Art, Ali, thank you so much for joining us on the show with all this great insight. We did feel it was important to talk to you during Financial Literacy Month. So thank you so much. We'll get you back again soon. All right. I'm here uh, and available, man. Thanks for having me. Look forward to, to being on again. Absolutely. Us too. That'll do it for this evening's edition of The Buff Show. You guys stay smart out there. We'll see you next time. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show.